Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 492, November 4th, 2020. It was 74 degrees on this day in 1975. That could be eclipsed today. Hey! We're uh, forecasted to hit 75 degrees, which would be the new record. And on the Halloween blizzard year of 1991, it was three below on this day. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media. John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. As we start the show, needing 270 electoral college votes to win, Biden has 238 and Trump has 213. But there are numerous states still outstanding in terms of their ballots having been counted. Mm. Other than that, I know nothing. (laughs) Except this. If I was a political aspirant, I wouldn't come on this show. (laughs) (laughs) If we ever call you and you're running... You come up with an excuse. Yep. I got a thing. I got a thing. I got yep. a thing. I'm sorry. We don't want to be on your show. Yeah. Ilhan Omer, 252,899 votes. Lacey Johnson, 101,443. 64% to 26%. Right away, I'm going to propose Lacey Johnson for mayor of Minneapolis. Yes, absolutely. Except, Lacey, don't come on this show. No, don't, don't do yeah. that. Yeah. Let's go over to District 3. Dean Phillips, 243,747 votes. Kendall Qualls, 194,465, 56% to 44%. Kendall made a race of it. I That one shocked me in all but honesty. But Kendall, never come on nope, this show again. Never again. Now let's turn to our friend John Strominger over there in 67A. How'd that race go, Joe? Well... Uh, John Thompson, 9,381 votes. John Strominger, 3,479, 72% to 27%. And I, uh, I'm venturing to guess that of the 9,381 people who voted for Thompson, none of them knew anything about him. Or the, yeah, or the video that He's surfaced. He's a madman. He's a lunatic. And the DFL didn't have the courage to get him off the ballot, so they just upped their... They up their uh, majority in the House. 72% over 27%. And I'll tell you something else. I think Strominger got more votes than I thought he would. Really? 3,400. Well, and think about it, too. Had the DFL... I mean, he didn't campaign. Right. And had the DFL removed John Thompson and put on any other figurehead from their party, they would have won. That's right. I got to think that nobody, that everybody who voted for Thompson was just saw DFL. They didn't. No, no. They don't know his character or lack of character. Oof. They just. They just went for it. So again, uh, John Strominger, if you ever run again, we're not going to call you. Well, and you're missing one too. <laughs> don't get on this show. Uh, f- former guest Jason Lewis. Uh. Yeah, Jason. Uh, he made a race of it. <laughs> yes, he did. but he didn't pull it off. So what are you going to do? You know, I, I'm. I'm serious when I say this. I wonder how much his latest gun ad turned people away because it <laughs> received a lot of attention on social media. Uh, what was he, District uh, 3? No. 
what the hell district was he? Oh, he was running for U.S. Senate. What the hell US, am I doing? Yeah, I'm exhausted. Senators. I'm done with politics. I hate it. I don't want anything more to do with it. <laughs> well, I got news for you. <laughs> yeah. It ain't over yet, Brian. But my prediction of peace and tranquility was essentially true. There was some uprising in uh, South Minneapolis. Would we arrest 15? Well, we, we, most of them women for some reason. Hmm. Uh, more than a dozen people were arrested Tuesday after protesters gathered in uptown Minneapolis. According to police, at about 9.20 p.m., a large group of people reported to be gathering in the area of Lake and Lindale. Uh, police said the group proceeded to march down the road. Uh, I think there was a sign they were carrying that said, America is over. Oh. Uh, they blocked traffic yeah, and yeah, shot off. Yeah, that was off. the lead sign. Pardon? <laughs> that was the lead sign. America is over. Front. America's over. Yeah. Get you a sign. They shot off fireworks, spray painted the exterior of businesses, and threw debris and traffic signs into the road. Police said fires were seen and appeared to have been set by the group. Authorities said that as officers approached, people shot the fireworks at officers and failed to obey commands. One man and 13 women were arrested. Now, all you can conclude is that these are professional ne'er-do-wells that have nothing to do. Yep. Because there was nothing to protest at 9.20 p.m. last night. Correct. You had no idea who was in the lead. None. Uh, not that these people would have even been paying attention. This was an excuse to go out into the street and commit criminal behavior. Mm -hmm. Absolutely it was. What does spray painting someone's business have to do with a presidential election? And the answer is nothing. If Trump wins, we can start that game again. This is why Trump won. Yeah, you're right. Because... Well, I, I, I don't know. Uh, the betting odds right now are overwhelmingly in Biden's favor. Meaning they think he's going to, what, clean up Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Wisconsin. Well, see, I, I thought Trump was in the lead in Pennsylvania. Maybe. Uh, what, he he what is, but Biden's, on who path is, Biden's path is much narrower. He only needs to win two okay. of them. Gotcha. Uh, whereas Trump has to take more. So I think that's why he's the betting favorite. Got it. I'm with Patrick on the use of that phrase, the path to 270. <laughs> yeah. It's driving me crazy, too. Uh, the path. There's I no muted path. Patrick this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Was he just too I, much? I almost blocked him, but I just decided, you know what, he's a friend. Uh, I'm just going to turn the volume down a little bit for a couple of years. Speaking of path to 270, I don't know which outlet you guys were monitoring last night, but I, I had CNN on because I like their graphics. I like the layout. Well, I want a magic board. Yeah, isn't it? I just, I like the way it's laid out, but yeah. Wolf Blitzer is an idiot. Plus, is he a, a little person? I have no idea. Is that the correct uh, terminology <laughs> to be sensitive? Like a like a, a, a midget yeah. or whatever they he are. Looked like a, he looked like a little person. I'm not happy. Which one are you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but what about CNN? Well, because uh, help me with the, uh, John. What's the what's the guy's King. name? King. Yeah, John thank King. you. John, John King, King has the magic board. Oh, and he's phenomenal. Yeah. He's he's great. He knows breakdowns of counties and everything. But, but he, then was, Wolf, he was going down alleys looking for Biden votes. Well, right. But <laughs> but then they panned a wolf and. There's that just, he just didn't really yeah, offer up anything. He's gotten worse. The last few years, he almost seems like he might be losing it a little. That's, yeah. that's what I've gotten from Wolf. <laughs> Lacey Johnson for mayor of Minneapolis or governor oh, of the state. I'd love that. Yeah. How about Kendall Qualls for governor of the state? I'd Lacey for mayor of Minneapolis. There you go. There you go. But again, don't call, we won't call you. No. We're, we're, <laughs> we wouldn't, we wouldn't risk having you on the air. <gasps> Wait a minute. You know what we should do? Well. Huh. 
we should start having on the people they're running against only. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. A little reverse psychology. How about all the Democratic candidates? I'm sure, they'd, I'm sure they're all going to run to be on our show. Buddy uh, McCollum won for about the 800th you, time in yeah. a row. Don't you think they already know that we are the uh, Midas touch? Or what's what would be the opposite of the Midas touch? Uh, and that's why they avoid us? Yeah. It's a sad note. Uh, I was kind of surprised Colin Peterson lost, to be honest with you. I was, too. There's no contest, too, man. He yeah. He's blown out. Yeah, no, the, the signs are everywhere up there. They, they oh, really? Hmm. There. Oh, yeah. One no. thing that intrigued me about that race was the ads of Fishback, Fishbach, whatever her name is, uh, I thought they were horrible. But one caught my eye, and that is, and I never saw a denial of it, that apparently Colin Peterson was billing the taxpayers for mileage, but flying his plane back and forth. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, really? I did not see that ad. And, and, you know, so he got thirty-nine grand according to the ad. I don't know if that's in a year or two, four year, two years or whatever. I don't know. Well, but mileage, mileage is mileage, isn't it? I don't and know if it's spelled wouldn't out. Wouldn't the mileage be less uh, uh, in an airplane? I don't know, but the, f- the fuel is more expensive in an airplane. Yeah, but you're, you're billing them for mileage, not Well, fuel. maybe it's on the up and up then, and that's why I never heard any. I didn't hear him fight back against that claim. Maybe he thought it was a non-factor, but that's the kind of claim that sticks in the craw of people. Well, Kenny, th- th- Wait a it. minute, that guy's got thirty nine grand for flying his own plane back and forth? Uh, I, I think he would have got it for his car, too. Do you I, think, I Kenny, that he, that was a direct he, response to the disdain that that area has for Governor Walls. That's why he was voted out? Possibly, because he is loved in that area. That's um, what I thought. The one that amused me, I hope you saw the uh, Ely mayoral race. I did not. John? No, did, I didn't. The... <laughs> the, the inco- Hi, Larry. Hi, How you Larry. Doing, buddy? Was Larry? Larry? Okay. Yeah, everybody who's, loves Larry. That's a new Who's a good dog? Larry. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? He's very loud today. Very loud today. The well, incumbent in Ely lost to a guy that pulled out of the race in August. <laughs> oh, How embarrassing is that? Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, in North Dakota, they elected a dead guy. Dead guy, yeah. <laughs> I got that in my news. That's, Died uh, of COVID, my, poor guy. My peeps. Uh, Speaking of that, Dakota. wasn't there a dog elected? Was that last year? Oh, we always get a dog. You can get the guy in Ely. uh, He pulled out, but couldn't get his name. I evidently it was too late to get his name off the ballot. So now what's he do? Has he got to be mayor? Now now everybody's waiting to find out if he's actually going to be mayor or not. If he doesn't want to be mayor, the city council puts one in place. You know, I'd find Larry a lot more charming if he was say seventeen years old, but it's a two-year-old dog. Yeah, well, making like a, the noises of a seventeen-year-old dog. Well, it's his breed that does that. It's, it's, yeah, it's a pug. He's thing. a pug. He's a good yeah. boy. Pugs automatically snore if yeah. they're sleeping. Yeah, automatically. How about Larry, twenty twenty-one? Let's find a race for him somewhere. <laughs> well, early voting for the twenty twenty-four presidential race will probably start in this July. Yeah, why not? Let's July get it or August. August. It will. Yeah. It will. And this is what you, you get. You get this mess. You get a mess. I, I remember going to bed and knowing who the president was when I went to bed right, on an yeah. election night. Well, do you think there's shenanigans afoot here? I have no idea. Uh, you know, Trump will insist there are. But you got to give me some evidence. Well, what was the thing you guys were talking about before the show, Kenny and John, with Wisconsin? 
What's that? Oh, that's not even worth bringing. Oh, it's not. I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's off air research, and it got it it. proved to be a non-story. So let's not bother ourselves. Was was anybody? I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. Was anybody awake for the Trump speech last night? Wasn't that at two thirty? Yeah, it was. Yeah. No, I was not. Uh, It was. uh, Yeah. It was interesting to say the least. Well, John, were you up at two thirty? I was. I took a little nap around midnight. Actually, I fell asleep in the chair. Yeah. And uh, I woke up, and uh, somebody uh, said, oh, the president will be speaking soon. And he came on, uh, it was one fifteen, maybe one twenty, uh, somewhere around there. So I stayed up and watched that, and then I couldn't get back to sleep after the speech. So. Well, he declared himself the winner. He declared himself the winner and said, we're going to the Supreme Court, but he didn't say why. Or, yeah, what, and, on, oh, what and, grounds, way, on what grounds but, is he going to the Supreme Court? He also said he wanted votes to stop being counted now, which makes no sense. Huh. None. I mean, you count votes, you know. I'll give him that voting must stop now. That's not what he said, at unfortunately, 8 although that might be what he meant. But you, you got to count them, don't you? But yeah. this is the mess the secretaries of state of the United States have created. Mm-hmm. Now, again, it very well might not turn out to benefit Democrats. To have complicated the election process so thoroughly. It could be still be that Trump will win this. But they have introduced way too many avenues of potential voter fraud. I know. By, by it's doing ridiculous. This. Yeah. Uh, answer me this. Uh, puzzle me this, fellows. Uh, again, we got by with uh, fairly tranquil and peaceful streets despite these morons in Uptown. Uh, I don't. I'm going to stick with my optimism and think that tonight will be okay even though I'm hearing rumblings. But will we even have a winner declared today? No, but it didn't make any difference last night. So I'm suggesting that... Right, but my point is, once a winner's announced, that's when it's going to hit the fan. Well, then it won't be tonight, probably. But I I don't sense it. I'm still sensing... uh, You know, the Reverend Tim said, okay, I'm going downtown to check things out, and he never reported anything untoward, really. Hmm. Uh, but I, I'm going to continue to believe uh, that the lot of us are going to remain peaceful and tranquil. Okay. Aided and abetted by the finest autumn weather that's ever happened in oh. the state of Minnesota. Oh, it's gorgeous. So, have you seen the map, the Minnesota red-blue map mm-hmm. of who, who voted last night? Mm-hmm. It, I know. That's... that's Biden won 13 of the 87 counties. Right. And, and they're closest to the country's the tallest buildings. Carried the state. I mean, the entire map, save for 13 counties, mm-hmm. is red. That's why you have an electoral college, because you might elect a guy who, has got, uh, who got most of the votes of the land in America as opposed to most of the people in the biggest cities. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, 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 it does. And, and I'm not a complaining about it. It's just, it's... It's, I'm sorry, but it's funny. It's hysterical. You know what I, you know what I It's observed. hard to believe. You know what I observed when King was playing with his magic wall? <laughs> was, it is undeniably true that the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, you are ruled by Democrats. Well, it's, it's, yeah. two, it's two Americas. It is really, yeah. really something. Whether it's Raleigh, North Carolina, you know, it's the biggest buildings in your state. Mm-hmm. Whether yeah. it's Raleigh, North Carolina, or Topeka, Kansas, or L.A., or San Francisco, New York, or you know, Ann Arbor, wherever there's tall buildings, mm-hmm. it's blue. Everywhere in the United States, 
<coughs> there wasn't one <coughs> red area that was close to a tall building. Not one. What about Texas? Uh, like Houston, Dallas. I, I bet that. I bet that's blue. Okay. Houston was very blue. Yeah, they were very yeah. much in favor oh, of Biden. Wow. Austin yeah. was very much in favor of Biden. I guess what what I find the most emotionally upsetting thing about this, and looking at this map, I'm looking at this map of Minnesota right now, is the Biden supporters, the Democrats, and the far left. Not only do they hate Trump, that I can understand, but they hate Trump voters. Yes. And yeah. look at that state. Look at the state. It's all red. That means they hate everybody in Minnesota. I, I think that uh, Biden... And that's, that's just, it's, it's upsetting to me is what that is. That really pisses me off. Well, staying close to the country's tallest buildings phenomenon, there's a national radio host who's quite successful uh, <laughs> that I was listening to today on the way in. Uh-huh. He's ripping yes. me off. He, he did is. a tirade. He has been for years. He did a tirade. He didn't use the words I use, but he did a tirade completely describing the third rail of American life that politicians live on. Mm-hmm. You want to give him a shout out right now? No, I don't. Since he's listening? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, his people will get it to his him. His people will get it to him. <laughs> He'll know about it. Rush, it's called the third rail. <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. We were yeah, he's been doing it for years, you know. And, and he nailed it perfectly, but it's easy. A monkey could have nailed it if you listened to me long enough. Uh, they well, they live above and beyond the rules and regulations they set for the rest of America. But Joe, there are bands that you know cover songs and stuff like that. That's true. That's and true. what 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 was he referencing in particular that he was using this uh, this reference? Uh, what was he talking I, about? I found it an interesting uh, reference. He was referencing the idea that. The uh, conservatives wish to win legitimately without hijinks, and they play by the rules, and they have morality and character, which when I thought of Trump, I had a little chuckle. And the, <laughs> the, the idea that, that they, they will absolutely pull no shenanigans because they want their—and then he, then he went on to talk about the, uh, the Democrats believe themselves to be entitled and not bound by the rules and regulations that, that exist for, the, uh, for normal Americans. And then he yeah. went on a, a pretty thorough tirade about—and an accurate one—a uh, a pretty thorough tirade about how they live on a, in a parallel universe, essentially. He didn't use those words, but because he doesn't want to be have me climbing all over him for libel. Or uh, what's the word I want? <laughs> What's the word I want? Uh, something What's the word intellectual when you copy property. Else's stuff? Plagiarism. Plagiarism. Now I'm, I'm no. being somewhat facetious. Well, it's, you shouldn't be. Well, it's it's not a hard uh, observation to arrive at that the political class, uh, and he he was separating conservatives from the political class. According to him, the political class would not ins- include conservative people. Uh, it would yeah. only con- mm. it only would include. Liberal people, and uh, I I disagree with that. I think yeah, the political yeah. class is entirely alluring to anybody once they get inside that beltway. I don't care right. if they're Republicans yeah. or or Democrats. Hard to fight. But yeah. he's playing to his base. Well, of course, you he know, is. like yeah. uh, like Wellstone when when Paul ran the first time, he said he was only going to serve one term. Mm-hmm. Until he served that term and decided, well, huh, you know what? It's a pretty sweet gig. <laughs> it's a hell yeah. of a gig. It's <laughs> yeah. a hell, it's it's the ultimate club. It's better than oh, the Super Club. Sure. Yes. It's better than the NFL Club. It's better than uh, uh, private company CEO clubs. 
Uh, well, maybe not private company CEO clubs. That's a pretty good club. That's a pretty good one. Uh, but it's a hell of a club, and uh, we become uh, we become increasingly aware of it with each passing day that these people lead their lives in ways that we absolutely do not. Well, I don't know, Joe, because I think now that Ilhan got reelected, I think she's really going to step up and solve all the issues that plague the 5th Congressional District. The entire squad got reelected. Yep. Yeah. AOC, Tlaib. Presley. And I don't think any of them were in a close race at all. Right? No. no but you're right. Millions and millions of outside money came in for, for uh, Ilhan in this state, uh, which surprises me that, that people would have spent the money when they presumably did not need to. Uh, Lacey gave it a good shot. Well, d- draw the conclusion. Where is that money going to go? Well, probably to her husband's firm. Yeah. No, I don't know. We can't. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegation fund. Allegedly. She has a strange yeah. uh, sp- uh, speech pattern. Uh, sometimes she's almost Roycey-like in terms of you never know which word she's going to put emphasis on. Volatility. And then when she puts emphasis on it, she squeaks. Yeah. It's a squeak. But she gave You're an interview to the local Fox 9 TV people last night. She was all masked oh, up and hooded up. That. and uh, that was nice of her. And, uh, she acknowledged us. Huh? Oh, she was, in, was she in town? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. And they, wow. they said that she really fired up the room. And when, when it came time for her to speak in whatever hotel they were in, the photographers rushed to the stage to take her picture. I wonder how many days she is actually even in this state per year. Did she go down to Riverside and Cedar at all and uh, address the <laughs> crime and violence in that I don't area? think so, Kenny. Oh, I don't oh, think so. Interesting. I don't think so. I, I don't I think see. she'd be as aware of it as keenly as Lacey Johnson is. Well, of course He's not. He's lived it. He not, lives it. Yeah. Do you think the peop- the not. likes of Lacey and Kendall are just, well, they gave up and they're never going to run again for anything? Uh, well, um, I, and I have the same question uh, about the funding for Ilhan. Do you think if the funding of the Republican Party would have really gotten behind Lacey and dropped some serious dough, do you think it would have been a tighter race? Same question as Chris's, basically. No, no. And I'll tell you what I heard today, too. The, the National Republican Party didn't get behind Kistner. Uh, the state Republican Party didn't get behind John Strominger. The state, uh, the Republicans uh, are failing at, at lower race levels. The, the, uh, the Boy, Republicans are, are not are not uh, helpful. They're not providing any uh, funding or help. Was I don't it, know how Kendall Qualls did with federal help. Do you think that's because they basically focused all of their energy on the president? I guess so. I guess so. Hmm. But the uh, uh, it was really interesting to note that that Kistner, who made it close, uh, he got minimal funding help from the National Republican Party. Yeah. And uh, wait a minute, we had him on too. Didn't yeah, we, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kistner never <laughs> never come on this show again. <laughs> so Qualls, Johnson, yep. Kistner, yep. Strominger, forget it. Lewis, Lewis, <laughs> you don't ever want to be on this show. From now on, when the likes of you are running against somebody, we'll only have your opponent. That's on it. right. Lewis blew it. Uh, Chris, you alluded to this briefly, but uh, he blew it on two accounts, uh, and it was with that stupid TV ad it where dumb. he pulls out a firearm and then he pulls out a purse gun. My <laughs> God, mm-hmm. if you're gonna do it, do it big. But my advice to him as a firearm owner, you know, and carry permit guy, put that thing away, you dummy. Jeez. And if you're going to whip it out, don't whip out that little purse gun. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, in that district, uh, 
I just didn't see it playing well. But, but his whole message was the whole defunding of the police. And I, I agree with you, Kenny, because I thought it was stupid that he, he included that as part of his ad. Because you're not going to change anybody's opinion that might not have voted for you with an ad like that. I have a very uh, disturbing prognostication oh. that's been going around. I was texted it. I have no idea if there's validity to it. Uh, the, the fear of these people texting me this is that Ilhan Omar will be become Speaker of the House. Nancy's 108. Hmm. She can't, you know, she's going face down into the gravy one of these days. So... But, so, so there you have, you know, Ilhan. <laughs> well, I don't, you know, I don't mean to be. No, well, her and Joe could, her and Joe could hit the plate at the same dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Face first into the gravy. Well, I'll tell you a reason I don't think Biden had the landslide that you know half the country predicted. He did himself no favors picking Kamala Harris. She's a no. terribly unlikable woman. No. Yeah. They all yeah. know that he's hitting the potatoes in the face <laughs> in about two months, and she'd be president. And I think America was onto that. I think America's onto that. She was. She excoriated him in the primary. She was vicious to him. Of course. So he picked her for her identity politics, no other reason. Mm -hmm. And then tried to pass her off as a black woman. When she's not, she's uh, what Caribbean and Indian, Indian yeah, yeah. and whatever. Uh, and I, I, have I so many questions, so many. Uh, let, let's stay on on. God, uh, the first question for you. Okay, it was a very very tight race last night. Still is, still counting, right? Yeah. Uh, do you think? And uh, months ago, we were tossing around the word uh, civil war after the election. Do you think we're there? No. No, my, I'm going to continue my optimistic belief that a majority of Americans will be accepting of whoever wins this. Okay. Will All right. And my second question for you is uh, what you just said about Ilhan becoming speaker. What makes her qualified? She's been there for one term. Because she's got that. She's got nothing done. Right. But she's got the uh, Democrats convinced that she's the way of the future. So identity, why, it's going to be identity politics that gets her. No, I, I'm not going with that. Oh, good. I don't, I, no I, way. I'm rooting against that prognostication. I was just putting it out there just for the hell of it. But I could. Oh, it's haunting. It is. And I, I, I could see that happening. Mm -hmm. I absolutely could. I haven't called Tim Bloom yet, but there's time for me to call him today. And I will after the show. I want to take Tim Bloom and EcoFund Motorsports of Forest Lake up on their offer. They'll store my scooter or your scooter, for 229 bucks. maintain it all winter, maintain the battery, and that fee includes the spring tune-up, which mine will need in the spring. And uh, they'll take care of your electric bikes all winter for 209 bucks. Motorcycles, until they run out of space, 150 bucks for storage and battery maintenance. And then in the spring on your bike, you could get 20% off normal labor rates on a spring tune-up. Plus, you can start this drop-off up there at November 10th, but they'll pick it up if you can't get it up there. Nice. Tim notes we can also pick up and re-deliver to the Twin Cities for a small fee. And right now at EcoFund Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake, it's the year-end sale on all scooters and electric bikes. Lowest prices, best selection. Uh, sooner you come in, the more options you have. 
step through 24 inch and 26 inch uh, Bentelli e-bikes, fat tire Bentelli e-bikes. They'll even put studs on the tire. All remaining wild side, old school looking electric bikes on year end sale for $14.99. And also all Yamaha electric bikes on year end sale for the lowest prices of the year. I think they're out of the Yamaha uh, ATVs. They'll get more. They might have a snowmobile or two left because they have such great prices, great people, and great service. When they get the inventory in, it's out of there. Boom, boom. So get to EcoFun Motorsports. It's right on Highway 61. Where else would it be? EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. It's campaign season, and here come the negative ads. The biggest negative ad is the one coming from your insurance company. Talk about negative. Captive insurance agencies increase your premium every six months. The Canopy Group is an independent insurance agency. We only offer 12-month policies, not six-month policies that can increase premiums twice a year. At the Canopy Group, we promise to give clients the best coverage for the best price year after year. Our annual review guarantees it. We have 16 companies and 30 professionals, so as your needs change, we'll make sure to conduct a thorough review of your home and auto insurance with all 16 companies. We'll do the shopping for you. When you receive that next insurance premium in the mail, remember you deserve options. Vote for the Canopy Group. To vote for the Canopy Group and to get a quote on your home and auto insurance, call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. University of Garage Logic 98. College of Self Esteem. Zip. Nada. Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. Got another great email from another satisfied customer of Chill Boys. This one is from Rob Reeves. Thank you so much for the recommendation. I ordered three pair. Uh, of Chill Boys underwear, and uh, you were right. They are the most comfortable underwear I have ever owned. Thank you so much, and I love helping a sponsor of the GL Podcast. Well, thank you, Rob. That's a great email. So do what Rob did and the rest of the GL staff did and make your switch to the most comfortable underwear ever. Chillboys.com. Go online right now, and uh, you can see their entire selection of comfortable underwear, bamboo boxers, performance T-shirts, sunglasses, so much more. But here's what you want to do. Place your order, and all orders over 40 bucks, by the way, ship fast and free. But let them know in the comment section that you heard about it right here in the GL Podcast because they love getting that feedback from all of you GLers. Chillboys.com. Place your order today. Before we get to Johnny, let me give you my report. I went to my polling place at 3 o'clock yesterday. <laughs> Did you swing back again around dinner time? Then I went back at 6.30. <laughs> Not a soul on either occasion. Really? And I apologize. Really? I apologize for violating my oath uh, to vote as I always have in my life on voting day. And uh, I could have, I could, I could, my leg could have been in a cast and I could have gotten in and out of there in two minutes. So you think that's why it was so easy, especially over at Roosevelt High School. Uh, my roommate voted. She got there at about 6.20 and she walked out of there at 6.25. Yeah. That's how many that's people what I experienced. Wow. Yeah, that's what I experienced at 9 a.m. So I'll remember that next time because I can't imagine what, what the process will be like My next son time. was over there at 2 p.m., and it was the same thing. So yeah. it was that way all day long. Carver City Hall, uh, I was one of about five people in there, and there were probably 11 workers. And yet it's a historic turnout of voters in the country. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you can imagine how many were 
were the mail-ins. Here's John Height in the newsroom, the Garage Logic newsroom on the day after the election. Hey, hey, thanks, Joe. Where did that uh, come something. From? I don't know. Why did I do that? Uh, maybe Rush will steal that too. Maybe. This update brought to you by Fran Loney's Ace Hardware and Garden Store. Uh, before I get to news, can I bring up one other subject? Since you may. You were, talking, you were talking about, yeah, may. I'm sorry. Uh, you were talking about uh, politicians. Then why don't we have a broader discussion about term limits? Seriously. I'm, I'm completely Well, because they're not going to be the ones that float it. Would they they, don't, they the don't want that, that. Would they have to pass a law? Or yes. How, how yeah. would that work? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that'll never happen. Yeah. No, so of I, course not. Well, that's just silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. That's all I wanted. Uh, The fate of the presidency hanging in the balance still as President Donald Trump and Democratic challenger Joe Biden battled for three familiar battleground states, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's unclear when or how quickly a winner could be determined. A late burst of votes in Michigan and Wisconsin gave Biden a small lead in those states this morning, but it was still too early to call the race. Hundreds of thousands of votes also outstanding in Pennsylvania. Now, the president, in an extraordinary move from the White House, issued premature claims of victory and said he would take the election to the Supreme Court to stop the counting. It was unclear exactly what legal action he might try to pursue. Uh, Joe Biden's campaign says it'll fight any efforts by the president's campaign to go to the U.S. Supreme Court. In a statement sent before 4 a.m. Wednesday, Biden campaign manager Jen O'Malley Dillon called Trump's statement that he will be going to the court outrageous, unprecedented, and incorrect. O'Malley Dillon says the Biden campaign has a legal team standing by ready to to, uh, deploy to resist that effort, and she says they will prevail. Uh, I didn't know this was a thing. You brought this up earlier, Joe. If you were on Twitter last night, you probably kept seeing betting odds on who would win the presidency. Mm -hmm. The odds and who is the betting favorite kept changing continuously throughout the night. As it Uh, it would be, sure. Yep. And as of this morning, uh, Joe Biden has overtaken uh, Donald Trump's odds for victory, according to most betting places. Through much of election night, Trump was the favorite to win among bettors as he took Florida, Ohio, and a number of other states that were believed to be in play for the general election. Action Network had the odds for Biden down to a 26% chance at 10 p.m. Tuesday night. But uh, by 12 hours later, the former vice president's odds jumped to 83%, while Trump's had fallen to 17 as of this writing, British bookmaker Betfair has Biden a sizable favorite with Trump checking in as a nearly 4-1 to underdog. I have a dumb question about this. Is anybody taking bets? I was going to ask the same thing. Yeah, all those places are. So I suppose you could go to Vegas right? and place a bet. Oh. How can the odds change during the course of a game? That's a good when point. I When I was gambling, uh, you place your bet before the game starts the odds are set mm-hmm. and that's what pays out well they they can change uh so for instance kenny the super bowl where uh new england was down 28 to 3 there was a ton of people that bet money on brady and the patriots coming back because the odds changed because they were down by so many points at halftime and or whatever so the was. money money and, line changed. yeah uh, i'm not a gambler so i can't help this. you yeah yeah. Does this does this is this maybe a lock-in thing? So right now, if I bet on Biden or Trump as a four-to-one underdog, you're locked in there. Could that maybe that's the possible? case? And oh. even if the odds change, you don't. You know, I shouldn't have brought it up. No, I shouldn't <laughs> have. That's, I apologize. Well, Thank you, John. According to a lot of GLers, you did place a lot of money on Biden to, to win the presidency. <laughs> I had to. Oh, I just I had to. You such a bastard. <laughs> Joe Biden uh, did win here in Minnesota, margin of victory in the area of seven to eight percentage points. No, he uh, won the st- metro. He won the metro area. 
that's yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. but he, he won the, won the state too, though. No, I understand. <laughs> but John, I don't know if you know this or not, but most of the people are in the metro, closest to the country's well, tallest true. buildings. Yeah. Yes, John. Uh, enough, of enough of your gloating. Enough of your gloating. You know what? Uh, let's talk about some other races. Uh, we've mentioned some of these, but uh, just to round things up. Uh, Tina Smith defeated Jason Lewis, the Minnesota Senate seat. Uh, Democratic U.S. Representative Angie Craig declared victory over Tyler Kistner. Uh, that was very close, though. The Associated Press had not yet called the race's uh, outcome as of early this morning. Uh, Craig right now, uh, 9,092 more votes than Kistner in the 2nd Congressional District. Colin Peterson's three-decade career in politics over, apparently, after he was defeated by Republican challenger Michelle Fischbach in Minnesota's 7th District. Uh, Pete Stauber, U.S. Representative, became the first Republican to win re-election in the 8th Congressional District in more than 70 years. He beat DFL candidate Quinn Nystrom. Uh, in the 3rd District, Dean Phillips defeating Kendall Qualls. In the 5th District, uh, as we said, Ilhan Omar with a large margin of victory over Republican challenger. John. Uh, Lacey Johnson. John, you're having some Based technical problems. Based on unofficial problems. ballot counts through this morning, Minnesota appears to... Yes? You're having some technical problems, John. Where am I now? Well, you drop you off me? once Hello? in a while. Yeah. And your mouth doesn't Hello? match your words when I'm watching you on the on the TV really? screen. <laughs> on the TV screen. Well, can you hear me? I mean, Yes, right now I can. Okay. But sometimes you go almost Scotland on us. I don't know what's going on. All right, so there you have it. Mom's defending the guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, sorry, John. Okay, let me, well, you guys let me know if I fall off here. All right. Okay. Based on unofficial I tried ballot. To, but you didn't answer because <laughs> you were gone. <laughs> Maybe Larry's snoring knocked your uh, Wi-Fi loose. <laughs> My Wi-Fi looks good. Everything's blinking. All right, here we go. Based on unofficial ballot counts through Wednesday morning, Minnesota appears to have set a new high-water mark for votes cast in an election. According to data from the Secretary of State's office, Minnesotans cast just over 3.2 million ballots with just seven outstanding precincts. That's at least a 7.9% increase over the previous record uh, Previous record that was set back in the 2016 general election. Last month, Minnesota shattered its previous record for accepted absentee ballots. Mid concerns about voting in person, more than 2.1 million absentee ballots were requested. 1.8 were accepted. Uh, as far as the legislature here goes, it uh, looks like it will remain divided if current results hold, with Democrats controlling the House of Representatives in Minnesota and Republicans the Senate. As of this morning, both parties appeared to have flipped two state Senate seats, meaning the GOP would retain control with a 35-32 to 32 majority. A mixed bag nationally. I hate days after elections doing news, you know what I mean? I think I do. So much, so much stuff to collect. A mixed bag nationally. Uh, some of the bigger races, here's what's happened. Uh, the GOP will keep the Senate, it appears anyway at this point. The gains for Democrats there in the Senate go to former astronaut Mark Kelly. He defeated Republican Martha McSally in Arizona. Why are you giggling? Well, Jan, the, the technical problem almost duplicates a Roycey-like gas attack. Yeah. Oh, I wonder Where what's you're going talking, on. That, oh, oh, and then you have a little hiccup. Yes, I yes, have that yes. on occasion on my end, but not for me, mm. just from you guys. All right. Mm. Well, anyway, well, we're going we're gonna to get, we're, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be all right. Uh, anyway, Mark Kelly, former astronaut, defeated Republican Martha McSally in Arizona. 
In Colorado, John Hickenlooper defeated incumbent Republican Cory Gardner. Republican Lindsey Graham fought off a challenge from Democrat Jamie Harrison, winning a, by a fairly large margin, despite oh. Harrison, <laughs> despite Harrison, becoming the first U.S. Senate candidate. Get this to raise more than one hundred million dollars. What? Lord, repeat that, and please, John. Repeat the whole thing so I can yep, put the hundred million into context. Lindsey Graham defeated Jamie Harrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, winning by a fairly large margin, despite Harrison becoming the first U.S. Senate candidate to raise more than $100 million. Wow. What a great country. So yeah, it's, and he's, he's still lost. Think, I know. Think of that. I mean, it's... It's wow. unthinkable. Wow. In Michigan, Republican challenger John James defeated Democratic incumbent Gary Peters. Former Auburn football coach, uh, I guess name recognition goes a long way, Tommy Tuberville defeated incumbent Democrat Doug Jones in Alabama. What did you expect? Yeah, well. You're right. The name recognition. Question for you, that $100 million uh, that was raised, was it also spent? Uh, Good question. No idea. When there was a lot of outside uh, things in that race, obviously, because people were trying to get Lindsey Graham out, Democrats. So, if, uh, sorry, Larry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, so, <laughs> if you donate, let's say, a million bucks to a, uh, a, a campaign that loses, is that do you get to write that off? I mean, otherwise, you, you're flushing that money down the toilet. You can't donate that much, number one. There's a limit. Okay, uh, whatever, whatever the amount is, I'm sorry, yeah. uh, $100,000. Are you able to write that, that off? I, I believe so. That, okay. that much either. <laughs> it, Georgia <laughs> Republican well, Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene, who expressed some uh, views for uh, QAnon, uh, won. She won the U.S. House seat representing Northwest Georgia. Her candidacy was bolstered by President Trump, who called her a future Republican star. And in my home state, North Dakota residents elected a dead man mm-hmm. to the state legislature on Tuesday. <laughs> 55-year-old Republican David Ondahl died October 5th after a short battle with coronavirus. Less than a month later, Bismarck voters sent him and running mate Dave Nering to the State House of Representatives out of District 8. Early Wednesday morning results had Andahl garnering about 35% of the vote in the district, with only Nering beating him at 40%. State Attorney General Wayne Stengem ruled last month all votes cast for Andahl should still be counted, and that if he won, a vacancy would be created in his seat. The seat could then be filled either by a legislative member's party or by voters in a special election. Uh, drug initiatives from around the country, several of those passing yesterday. Oregon making history in the movement to reconsider the nation's war on drugs by becoming the first state to decriminalize small amounts of heroin and other street drugs. Just looking that up right now, I'm so stunned by that. You know, Jordy had a a good observation about that. That will cure uh, California's homelessness problem. (laughs) Wow, good point. Yeah. Because they'll all go to... Oregon. Well, and I'm, I'm glad Oregon well, got to the root of all of their problems right now. That's, uh, that's really good. It doesn't mean that it's still, uh, that it's legal, right, John? They've just made Correct. it a misdemeanor and a small yep. fine. Exactly. Oh, okay. Uh, voter, uh, voters overwhelmingly supported that measure. Uh, the uh, partial returns as of last night around midnight showed it winning 59% to 41%. In Washington, D.C., residents approved a measure that will effectively decriminalize magic mushrooms and other organic psychedelic drugs. The measure, Initiative 81, does not legalize psychedelic plants. It does simply recategorize them as the lowest level police enforcement priority. 
Is there anything I mean, in those bills about, uh, uh, or in those laws about also having to eat Doritos at the same time that you're eating the shrooms because wow. they taste so awful? You know what the largest Google search was yesterday? No. Huh. Liquor stores near me. <laughs> well, honest to God, I heard that on the radio. Wow. Liquor stores near me. I wonder how often that's the case. I bet not that often. In New Jersey, residents voted in favor of a constitutional amendment that legalizes cannabis for personal non-medical use by adults 21 and older. Legalization was a ballot question for New Jersey voters. The amendment also allows the state to set up a regulated market for the drug. New Jersey will be the 12th state, along with the District of Columbia, to legalize recreational marijuana. What about the south part of uh, the Dakotas there, John? They uh, legalized the weed, too. So South Dakota you, did? Well, yeah. The, well, the south part of the Dakotas, I don't, I don't know what you call you it. You know but. what? <laughs> if I could come through this camera right here. <laughs> yeah, evidently uh, they legalized I, it. Yeah, I did not see that. That's interesting. I'm surprised by that, actually. Police arrested demonstrators. Well, now you've got me nervous. I better look it up. <laughs> I was just going to it, too. I probably just missed it somehow, I'm sure. Well. Uh, police, uh, as you said, Joe, arrested some demonstrators taking part in an election at night protest. Uh, according to a release from the city, the Minneapolis Police Department received a call regarding a large group of people that were gathering in the area of Lindale and Lake. Police say the group fired off large fireworks, spray painted the exterior of buildings. Uh, the protest apparently it wasn't a protest. According... Words mean something. It wasn't a protest. There was nothing they had to protest. Mm-hmm. Well, they they said they were protesting, and I don't understand why you would do this on election night. They were protesting police brutality. They said, "Well, B is in B, yeah. S as in S." Doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Recreational yeah. use of marijuana would be legalized, and the state legislature would have to pass laws legalizing medical marijuana and the sale of hemp by April first, twenty twenty two. They. They did, 53.4 yes, 46.6 no. Got it. For recreational, huh? Wow. Uh, 21 or older, uh, allowed to possess or distribute up to one OZ. I mean, excuse me, one ounce is how you uh, student (laughs) One OZ. One OZ. (laughs) You civilians say it. (laughs) Whoopsie. Washington Washington County Sheriff's Office is investigating two incidents involving homemade explosives. They happened just hours apart Monday night. First went off near Inwood Avenue North and 27th Street North in Lake Elmo. The second happened in the Afton Creek Preserve development off of Trading Post Trail in Afton. Investigators think it was caused uh, by homemade explosives, likely some sort of pipe bomb. In Lake Elmo, neighbors uh, told Five Eyewitness News it appeared the explosives had been left on a rock in front of a home. Washington County Sheriff's Office said nobody was hurt in either incident. They received multiple 911 calls about both cases from people who heard a loud boom up to two miles away. Mm. Uh, my people, you, you need to realize uh, you're going to have to be a little further out in the country to get away with those kind of shenanigans. Don't, <laughs> don't be doing that in Lake Elmo. <laughs> a uh, story that's a bit backwards from what we usually hear. Walmart is laying off robots it had deployed in about 500 stores to keep tabs on what's on and not on the shelves. The retailer said Monday it's ended its relationship with startup Bossanova Robotics, which builds the six-foot-tall roving robots equipped with cameras for identifying out-of-stock and misplaced products, and they're being replaced by humans. Yay! Ah. People! Good news. 
Wall Street Journal was first to report the ending partnership, saying the retailer found human workers could get similar results. There was also some concern about how shoppers reacted to running into robots in the hallways as they're shopping. I would find it unnerving. Yeah, I wouldn't like that either. No, I don't want any part of a robot. Plus, how's Rookie's old man supposed to get the Jimmy Deans off the top shelf if the robot's in the way? Right. <laughs> Still my favorite story. Oh, God. Get out of he his just, way. He, he wheels up, slams into the display case, and then stands up and grabs him. <laughs> That's so awesome. That is just awesome. Uh, from the Here's Something You Don't See Everyday Department, a Catholic priest has been banned from his church after parishioners discovered his involvement with gangs, drugs, guns, and sexual relationships. Hmm. This happened in Selma, California. Father Guadalupe Rios is not allowed within 100 yards of St. Joseph's Church, despite his name still being on the church marquee. Roman Catholic Diocese of Fresno has a restraining order protecting employees, including Bishop Joseph Brennan, from the priest. Parishioners had seen photos of the priest on social media posing with an AK-47, an AR-556, and a 357 Magnum. The priest has also been accused of emotionally and physically abusing a church secretary who said she had a romantic and sexual relationship with him for five years. She said the priest was habitually under the influence of alcohol and marijuana. She said at one point in February, he even pointed his gun at her and made threats. She added she's afraid that he could seek retaliation against her once the diocese finds out the truth about his past. Court records show that the priest was convicted in 2016 over a DUI, showing he had a blood alcohol content of 0.19, more than double legal di- uh, driving limit. A judge approved the restraining order on Friday, protecting many in the church from the, pri- uh, from the priest. Police have seized his assault rifle and magnum from church grounds, and they are still... Investigate. I think he's he buy your okay. way out of that one, Joe. Can you I think buy he's your... okay uh, because it, he apparently had no interest in children. Oh. So, so I'm <laughs> wow. he's fine with me. He's good. Okay. He's good. I'm I'm glad I showed restraint with the line that I had. So what was your line? No, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I've already gotten myself into enough trouble. I don't yeah. need any extra help. <laughs> uh, the number of coronavirus cases among children is soaring to unprecedented levels, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics. By October 29th, more than 853,000 children had tested positive for COVID-19 since the onset of the pandemic. Uh, Children on the whole don't seem to be affected as much as more vulnerable populations, but they can be vectors according to the group of the infection to their elders. Children do get ill and even die, they point out, as the death of a 13-year-old eighth grader in Missouri over the weekend showed. 18 states have broken daily records for new infections in the past week overall, with hospitalizations up in 43 states. The U.S. has seen more than 9.2 million cases of coronavirus since it began earlier this year. About 231,000 people have died. But, John, I thought it's going away starting today, right? I guess. No, you have to have a winner first. Oh, that's true. So maybe tomorrow. When we have a winner. Maybe tomorrow it's going to go away. (laughs) You know, Sean Connery died on... uh, 1031 2020. Okay. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. One plus zero plus three plus one, meaning 1031. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Plus hold on. two plus zero equals 007. Yep. One, one plus two. One plus zero. Yep. Plus three. That's four. Plus one. Five. Plus two. That's a Plus zero. Zero zero seven. Double oh seven. 
007. You mm-hmm. put the two zeros in front there, Chris. Mm-hmm. See? Ah. Okay. Isn't that neat? That huh? is neat. What kind of voodoo is that? <laughs> Kenny's not impressed. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> You got another uh, story the, for us, John? Or are you done? I got one. I got one more here, if you yeah, want. Yeah, I uh, do. In, in Detroit. Four, three, yep. two, one, zero, plus one. Yes. Plus two. The vehicle has lift card up. There we go. Uh, I do. I'm going to see. I'll make this one a quiz. Okay. Sure. You, you always talk quizzes. about reporting. You talk about reporting, not really uh, fulfilling its duty sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, tell me what's missing. <laughs> <laughs> tell me what's missing from this story. And I did a search to see if I could find anything else on it, and I couldn't, okay? Mm-hmm. In Detroit, Larry Turner recorded video of someone shooting into a Detroit house on Sunday morning. Turner said, I wasn't prepared for what I saw. The video shows a young man unloading a handgun into a home on Margareta Street. At least 16 shots fired into the house. Turner said he had heard people yelling during a domestic dispute. And he said Detroit police had been called and were on their way. Then he said he pressed record on his telephone. Turner said it all started because someone called someone else's baby ugly. The video shows a woman at the home arguing with the couple outside. Then the man and the woman rush into the house. The man runs out, goes to his car, and grabs a gun. Mm. A man nearby urged the man not to start shooting. There was a six- or seven-month-old baby inside the car. The man started shooting anyway, somehow in all this mess, no one was injured. Anything missing from that story? Well, a picture of the baby. Is the baby, in fact, ugly? <laughs> <laughs> Not what I had in mind. But. And I want to know what kind of firearm it was and if he had a large-capacity magazine in that thing because 16 rounds is a lot from handguns, so I'm guessing it was a larger capacity. I don't know, John. I can't come up with anything. Maybe he used the well, gun Lewis did, did in his ad. Did the, did the, oh, that was a purse gun. <laughs> If I ever run into him again, I'm going to ask him who the hell's idea that was. That yeah. I had. Anyway, did the guy get arrested? Did, what what happened? Oh, uh, oh I see. Did he get charged? Yeah. Did he get charged? Oh, okay. Anything yeah. happen to him? The sure. thing is, everything else in that Jason Lewis ad w- was good. Yeah. Uh, it was fine, but then he turns and starts unloading that little water gun into the down, you know, throwing shots down range. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. Well, Johnny, thank you. Clutch bag where it belongs. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh huh. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. It's Reavers here, and uh, his name is Josh Arnold, but around these parts, we call him Mr. Money Talk, and he is on the line with us right now. Josh, I know there's a little bit of uncertainty with the election going on right now. What should people know about investing today? Setting up an asset allocation model, which I use for my clients, of keeping uh, from up to 30% in cash, then keep uh, 30 to 60% of money in what I consider value-oriented companies. These are companies that have uh, some growth, what I call a mispriced valuation based on price-to-sales ratios, and the balance looking for faster-growing companies and used for shorter-term trading. But no matter what was going on in the economy, uh, people spent money on leisure pursuits. Third area to focus in on is China-related businesses. Last, we look at some real assets such as real estate. Fifth area of focus is uh, shorter-term trading. It looks like we're going to be in for a period of stasis. Any large tax increases or may not happen for a few years. So that is 
definitely going to be a positive for individuals and companies. Today, United Healthcare is really boosting the Dow Jones. Online gambling and sports betting, given a nice boost to Penn Gaming and DraftKings, and those are two companies that I believe will be winners uh, going forward. I find it very interesting that lower tax states that have attracted residents from high-tax states have voted to increase uh, state income taxes, such as Arizona, which has gotten a huge influx of people leaving California for numerous reasons, including high taxes. They moved to Arizona, and what do they vote for? Raising Arizona taxes. Just find that a little bit odd. Right. That, that does, does happen. And that's why he is the best. So you should call him today for a no cost, no obligation, 48 minute consultation. You can do that very easily by calling 952 925 5608. That's 952 925 5608. Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, we'll talk to you again, sir. Thank you very much. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? Joe Souchere. So we've been talking firearms quite a bit today on the old GL podcast, and it reminds me, a friend was telling me, uh, a friend's father, actually a GLer guy, he called DK Mags uh, last week for looking for a certain very hard-to-find Sig Sauer. The guy that answered goes, uh, no, 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 we can't get those anymore. They don't sell them, and we don't have any. And and then he, right as they were about to hang up, he goes, hey, wait, 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 wait. Here's one right here in the glass counter. <laughs> the GLer said, I'll take it. And just like that, we have another happy DK Mags customer. The counter guy goes, if I would have known that thing was sitting there, I would have bought it myself. But that's how that's how it is up at DK Mags. They have a darn good selection of new and used firearms, all sorts uh, from you know long guns to Small Sig Sours at very competitive prices and a very experienced and helpful staff uh, and a mighty fine website, dkmags.com. Firearms, magazines, suppressors, all the accessories, special orders, no problem. Like I told you yesterday, my first purchase from DK was actually a special order. And then as soon as I received that firearm, I had them do a little gunsmithing on it. You know, you can't just get something and be happy with it. The first thing you have to do is change it. Uh, but they do it all, hunting, sports shooting, home and personal protection. Every base is covered there. The DK Mags crew, they're all GLers. They'd love to help you out. Uh, DKMags.com. And don't forget, you veterans, you service members, LEOs, and first responders, all y'all get a discount just for being you. Uh, and be sure to tell them when you stop into DK Mags that you are, in fact, also a GLer. Uh, Johnny, I don't know if you're seeing this as well, but it's just breaking right now that the Trump campaign is filing suit in Michigan. Uh, I did see that. Uh, this is from Bill. Is it Stipen? Is that how you pronounce it? Or is I it have st- no idea. As votes in Michigan continue to be counted, the presidential race in the state remains extremely tight. As we always knew it would be, President Trump's campaign has not been provided with meaningful access to numerous counting locations to observe the opening of ballots and the counting process as guaranteed by Michigan law. We have filed suit today in the Michigan Court of Claims to halt counting until meaningful access has been granted. We also demand to review those ballots which were open and counted while we did not have meaningful access President Trump is committed to ensuring that all legal votes are counted in Michigan and everywhere else. 
That's from the Trump campaign manager. Uh, our friend, Such, Mike, I think this con- <laughs> this confirms what you've been saying for a long time, Such. This mail-in balloting, absentee nonsense—it's mm-hmm. open for shenanigans. Well, we've destroyed how, the voting how so? process. How so? Well, what's you- what's what's going on that's causing problems besides counting them? which happens every year, every election. And, and what's the Trump campaign claiming? They have the right to watch them being counted? Yes. Which is tantamount to saying we, we, we believe you're cheaters, and therefore unless, unless we witness you counting them, we will contest them. I think both sides can watch. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're saying they're not hey, being allowed to. <laughs> we just discussed that off the air. <laughs> From behind the curtain. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I couldn't help it. It was kind of in a, about a different subject. Right, but right. There, there was politics involved. There was. There was. Yeah. Mike Zipko notes, all signs are leading to Biden getting Arizona, Nevada, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Trump likely to get Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Georgia. Trump is leading in Maine. If those results hold up, I believe that uh, means Biden wins 270 to 268. That also means that Omaha, Omaha... Omaha, Nebraska, Nebraska has two electoral votes. Omaha's vote for Biden, because in Nebraska, that would be the closest to the tallest buildings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden will have put him over the top and averted an electoral college tie. I was not aware before last evening that Maine and Nebraska split their electoral college votes. They're mm-hmm. the only two states that do that. Uh, I actually Wh- had to look it up. To Why? Because I did. I don't know that. Explain well, that to me. Uh, Maine and Nebraska are the only states in the nation that split their votes. Maine awards two of its four electoral votes to the statewide winner, so whoever wins the state gets the two. But they also allocate an electoral vote to the popular vote winner in each of its two congressional districts. Okay, yeah. so one from each district. Nebraska gives two of its five electoral votes to the statewide winner, with the remaining three going to the popular vote winner in each of its three congressional districts. Hmm. All right. Which is much different than the entire rest of the Electoral College. Beth from Iron Mountain, Michigan. Oops, I'm supposed to say Alice from Kentucky. (laughs) In the Upper Peninsula of Gretchen Whitless's state, masks were optional at the local polling place. The sign read, masks are recommended, but not mandatory. How dare the state of Michigan sponsor a super spreader event? Good luck to us all. Loyal listener, Alice from Kentucky. And I also note that uh, contributor Downing uh, weighs in with Tuesday's comments about Revolutionary War airports and wooden submarines spurred me to do a little research into this little-known aspect of American history. It turns out that the wooden-hulled turtle was the world's first submarine used in warfare. General George Washington himself provided funds for the development of this revolutionary craft, which was used against British warships in New York Harbor in 1776. Once again, you learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. What was the name of the ship? Uh, It was the wooden-hulled turtle. I like turtles. I bet you do, you little (laughs) creep. Remember the seven-year-old? Uh, they moved out of town. Uh, oh, yeah. But the dad would uh, would uh, share the delights of the show with the seven-year-old, mm-hmm. who was way ahead of the curve mm-hmm. on picking up on things. And uh, I get this note. Hail the Flashlight King. Hail, Hail you. you. 
Hey, Joe, it's the seven-year-old. I'm making my dad type this so it doesn't take all day. I have things to do. I thought you would like this. Yesterday, we got a big box from the UPS driver. I was really excited because I thought it was going to be toys, but it was even better. My grandma went to Grunhofer's and bought some meatloaf. She froze it and sent it to me. My dad was at work when the box came, so we took some of the meatloaves and put them in the freezer. We cooked two of them and had some for lunch. Then we hid the leftovers in the back of the fridge. I took one of the meatloaf containers, the empty one, and put it on the counter with a note that said, Sorry, Pa, we couldn't stop eating. (laughs) When he got home, we were in the backyard. We heard him come in. When he got to the kitchen, it was really quiet at first. Then I heard Pa say a bad word. When we came in, when he came in, he was taking things out of the fridge and looking for the leftovers. I thought it was funny. I showed him where the leftovers were, and he said, you're lucky you might not have made it to eight. He was only kidding. Anyway, I thought you would like that story. Tell John not to worry about the Packers losing to the Vikings. Sometimes it's better to let the little kid uh, win so they will still play with you, signed the seven-year-old. So they got a shipment. Yep. Of meatloaf from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat Market. That's the way to do it. In Hugo on Highway 61, well, the it, north end of Hugo. So yeah, Grandma froze grandma. it and sent it. Yeah. Grandma froze yeah. it and sent it. So, Probably uh, threw some dry ice in there. Or sure. The, the reach of Grunhofer's is now... It, it, people are getting creative with how they can get the products all over the country. And those products include the Rookie Burgers and the Philly Patties and the Tomahawk Steaks and the thick, thick Cut Bacon and Ham, Salmon, Jerky... Uh, and uh, the, the, the brats, 120, 130 flavors of brats. And, of course, the fabulous meatloaf. Unfortunately, because of the demand, a meatloaf watch is always in place. Mm-hmm. Always. Always in place. Now, that when that gets ill, you just heard sirens in your area, didn't you, didn't you John? Yeah, they were ch- testing them, 1 o'clock. No, that was a meatloaf watch test. Yes. Oh, <laughs> and okay. so the uh, sirens up in your area were cleared for a meatloaf watch. Those sirens will double down in the event of a meatloaf warning at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. It's right there on Highway 61. You can't miss it. It's metertainment right at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. Cancer, the word nobody wants to hear. Worrying about your legal rights should not be the first thing you deal with when faced with a cancer diagnosis. But you do have legal rights. Many people are unaware their cancer may be related to exposure on their job. Asbestos, benzene, and cleaners are among many chemicals that cause cancer. Let the lawyers at CancerLaw.com help your family with medical bills, lost wages, and funeral expenses. Passionate, experienced Minnesota lawyers at CancerLaw.com can help you focus on your health and family. Visit CancerLaw.com. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. All right, so I got a uh, tweet, fellas, from a gentleman by the name of Effective Print. And he says, Reavers, I just had my mom stop at Elevated in Minneapolis to pick up some Harmony Spirits. She was told no whiskey or bourbon for a couple of weeks. The search continues. I will get in touch with him and let him know that all of the Total Wine and More stores here in the Twin Cities metro area carry all flavors of uh, Harmony Spirits. In fact, I stopped at the, uh, where did I go last week? I stopped at the Minnetonka uh, Total Wine and More. It's been a long couple of days. Leave me alone. And uh, they had not only the whiskey, the bourbon, the rum, but the vodka and the gin as well. And also there is a wonderful stop uh, shop excuse me, down in Hopkins, Ace Spirits, that carries all Harmony 
uh, spirits brands. But here's what they would like you to do. Go in, just like Effective Print did, to your local liquor store. Ask for Harmony by name, and that is how they are going to continue to spread their brand. Also, check out the hours of that beautiful tasting room. It's going to be a gorgeous couple of days. And stop in down in Harmony, Minnesota, and have a have a drink on us. Huh? Do it. Tell them you know, heard about it right here on the GL Podcast. I just wanted to remind everybody that Kanye West got 7,240 hey. votes in Minnesota. Well. Kanye West and uh, Michelle Tidball. Tidball. <laughs> Rookie would have had fun with that name, hey, Mr. Uh-huh. Tidball. Mr. Tidball. I wonder so, how much he spent. Uh, how much did he have to spend in each state just to get on the ballot? I don't know. Because he was buying um, petition signers, was he not? I think so. John, get on that. Do a little research. I don't have just, sit, what I could do. I don't have just a, sit there rubbing Larry's belly. I have a question about the electoral <laughs> college system. Here I am. So in the state of Minnesota, we have 10, correct? Is it 10 or 11? I think we have 10, don't we, John? 10, yep. yep. So even though we have 10 electoral votes, right. we're still governed by the big city or yeah. ruled by yeah. the big yeah. city. Yep. So isn't that in an effect doing the exact opposite of what the electoral college was meant to do? No. Well, that, that's why I was asking for an explanation. Well, the electoral college vote in each state, must go to that state's popular vote winner. Okay? Uh-huh. But when you get into uh, more of a rural American situation, those electoral votes presumably are going to, to the popular vote winner who's not going to be a Democrat, which tends to make it the tight race that it is. Okay. In other words, uh, what, Nebraska has two and so does Maine, as John Maine said. Maine has two, and and but all those twos and fours and fives can can soon eclipse a ten for Minnesota, because essentially Minnesota is always going to be voting blue going forward. Yeah, Min- the, every every big city in the country is blue, right? And the biggest cities in the country that are blue are on the coasts, <laughs> right? New York. L.A., San Francisco. But we've even seen it now with Seattle and, and you know, Oregon. I right, mean, they're all... Right. They're all blue, and the coasts dominate the blueness. California has 55 electoral votes. Jesus. So you can... To me, the wisdom of the electoral college is unassailable to present to the country a leader who most represents the population. Mm-hmm. It, that's another part of our house divided. She thinks there shouldn't be an electoral college, and I say you're nuts. There's got to be one. What's her argument? Oh, the a vote is a vote, and that sh- should count. The popular vote should count. Her argument is just against Joe. <laughs> but but where I think the thinking of those people breaks down is they're not taking into consideration the fact that you are then going to be forever uh, governed only by coastal. Elites, mm-hmm. and uh, none of whom are ever destined to be a Republican. Well, and that's my fear because if Biden, well, that's just if if Harris ends up winning, that's going to get even worse, don't you think? Harris, Kamala, oh, she, Kamala. Yeah, yeah, she'll win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she's going to be the president. Um, and is the amount of the electoral votes that each state has based on the census figures, the population? Yes. 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 So I would imagine Texas has a hell of a lot of electoral votes. 
and within the state. Within the state, those are just ten. Like in our case, it's just ten electoral votes. It's not eight in the seven county metro area and two for the rest of the state. It's just ten across the board. Right. Right. Most electoral votes. I think it's a. I like the system. And you never heard anyone complain about the Electoral College prior to the year 2000. Prior to it never core. came up in polite conversation. It, it, okay. it, when I was doing research on it yesterday or the day before, it did play a factor in, uh, oh, 1800s, Hamilton. Who was the jackass involved in the duel? Aaron Burr. Yeah, and it was Hamilton, right? Didn't it play into that election? I played, I know, I read it yesterday too, and I don't remember who. Yeah, neither do I, I'm sorry. There's one, I think, later in the 1800s too, right, with uh, maybe Grover Cleveland? Yes, 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 is correct. Yeah. California, 55, Texas, 38, Florida and New York, 29, mm-hmm. uh, Illinois, 20, and Ohio, 18. Oh, sorry, Pennsylvania, also 20. And Michigan, 16. I'm trying to see if, how many other double-digit ones there are. Washington has 12. So Now I have another question, and I, I apologize. We should know this. Be prepared to search for this, John. Mm-hmm. Are, are your electoral college votes per state based on your state's population or based on your representation it's in Washington? It's based on population. The only reason I know that is this year's census. Yeah. Uh, there were so many complaints that uh, the president wanted to stop it because he didn't want uh, some people counted in California, et cetera, et cetera, so that the number would go down in California. Yeah. Uh, But it's based on your state's population. Right, correct. And see, that's, again, part of the genius. You're in a small populated state. Your your voice still counts based on the Electoral College. Your voice will have counted. Uh, you know, the other people, the, the other side will say, well, then my voice got disenfranchised because I believe in the popular vote. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're willing to disenfranchise people in small states, basically. Would both sides be happy if they amended uh, this to make it every every state, all 50 states have 10 each? Uh would we be better represented? I, I, I don't know because that brings in some math paradigms and uh, <laughs> everything else that I'm not prepared to analyze because I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Hmm. It again, no one ever brought this up. It's worked for years until Hillary lost and until Gore lost. That's when the crying began. Because we didn't get our way. Yeah, it, it's worked forever. And isn't that basically what will, because who is winning the popular vote? Is it Biden? Biden. By a mar- okay, by Biden. a wide margin. Okay. But Biden appears to be uh, poised to win the electoral college vote, too. Yeah, because I think, John, help me here. I, th- I thought uh, Wisconsin was just declared. Is that accurate? It, yeah, uh, CNN has declared Wisconsin for Biden. Okay. Okay. And that's what, 16, right? Did we so, say 16 I votes? Don't remember. Okay. Does that give him two? Two fifty something. Uh, Two fifty-three. Two fifty-three. So well, they can declare all they want, but until the lawsuits and the arguing and the fighting is over, a year and a half from now, we won't know the real <laughs> truth. Right. Sorry, ten. Ten electoral votes for Wisconsin. And the actual electoral vote, the college vote itself, isn't that and still a month and a half away? Or yes. A month away at least. It's yes. in December sometime. <sighs> 
Well, that's enough. I'm, I'm, we're pooped. The hell with this. I don't, I don't want to. We're pooped. I don't well, want to deal with this. Well, we're going to deal with it till it's done, but we don't know when. Do you it'll think be it done. will be concluded today? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's how fast can you count ballots? Right. I do. Uh, I do have an answer to Kenny's question about Kanye West's money. Yeah. Oh. Uh, an FEC filing in early September said he had spent $6.8 million to that point of his own money. Mostly that was just hiring consultants and GOP operatives. And then uh, in the last month, October, he spent $3 million. So he spent almost $10 million uh, wow. in quest for the sound, presidency. Uh, not to sound like a lefty and a liberal. And, uh, yeah, that's but, John's uh, job. I, uh, I want some of that money. I, I, I want Kanye's money. I want that to be The way this money. country's going, we're going to have the Tiger King running for president. <laughs> Wasn't he dead? Well, so what? They no, elected a dead guy in North it's Dakota. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> good night, Irene. Oh, good is that not going to do it for today, boss? It is for me, pal. <laughs> okay. You guys can stay and do it all afternoon if you want. <laughs> well... Uh, we don't know It's approaching that. 75 degrees, and I'm going outside. Okay, that uh, sounds good. Uh, hey, while you're outside, why don't you download that PodMN app? Here's the really cool feature of that app. You will get notified the second that I post the Garage Logic episode for the day. It's really neat, really easy. I like easy. that. That works for me. It does. Yep. It also reminds me that I forgot to put it up on... Yeah. Anyway, uh, download <laughs> it and also rate and review it in both the Apple and Google Play stores. Pod MN. Listen local. We'll catch you tomorrow on the GL Podcast. Bruh.